whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Welcome back to another episode of the Women in Gridiron Show. I'm Stacey Spear, and as always, I'm joined by the best panel in the business. I've got Christy, I don't have Beck tonight, um, and I've got Nat here. And tonight, we are finally, finally, after 700 plus days, getting to talk about Gridiron being back in Victoria, which is very exciting. Tonight, I've got two very special guests uh, from the GV competition. I've got Izzy. Izzy, I don't even, I can't remember how to say your last name. Hit me with this one. Uh, it rhymes with alcoholic, so poholic. Izzy poholic rhymes with alcoholic. Yeah, no, 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 no. And uh, former Mojo panelist Bliss is back on the show. First of all, welcome to Izzy. It's awesome to have you here. And Bliss, it's so good to have you back on the show. How have both you guys been? Pretty good. Really? Very edgy for football. Really good. Really excited. Can't wait to have some football back in Victoria. Um, it's been a long time coming. I think we're hitting 800 days former training training this week. It will be really exciting to see how many girls we get get to the training. Yeah, wow. I mean, almost 800 days. I can't even fathom it. Like my brain, it's been a long time and I can't imagine how long that's feeling for you guys. So I'm super glad that we're doing this and I'm super glad that everything that's about to happen for GV is about to happen. Let's jump straight into a listener question for tonight uh, and it's an interesting one. Do you think a national draft for an all-star 11-a-side team could work as a participation strategy? Nat, I'm going to go to you first on this one. I love this idea and I think it's absolutely one that if anyone's out there listening, GA, I think we should get on board for it. I think that, um, you know, we've got so much talent and I think that we would have coaches fighting over people wanting to stack their teams with some some serious talent. So, yeah, I'm all for this and um, logistically, if we could make it work, I'm in. Well, yeah, I love it. Well, it's football, firstly, um, and anything at the moment that can raise the profile uh, of the game again. Um, but, I mean, we've talked about, um, you know, players playing interstate uh, and things like that. And I think uh, one of the things that this podcast works at is trying to get um, a bit of visibility across all of the states because I think our own leagues and states are a bit... Uh, we go off and we do our own thing. So I think this would be great to, um, you know, get to see other people, uh, know about other players across all of the leagues. I would I would love to do, um, like, all-star teams announced for each state um, because I feel like, yeah, I definitely want to raise the awareness and stuff like that, but I think that there's different levels of competition and some players might not get recognised if there's an 11 aside for a whole of Australia. So I'd love to see each state announce their squads um even if we don't end up playing state game or anything you know like top 11 players like that would be really cool yeah and bliss um we were talking off air about how when gv ran their first fire and ice 11 aside that actually was a draft so i mean you guys have had a little bit of experience with this how do you think that we could roll something out like that across the country yeah i think it um we did we did have it for the fire and ice game um you know, the coaches did a coin toss to whoever went first, got their first draft picked, and the first pick went to fire. Um, QB1 was picked through with um, SPC. Um, and then it would have been good if it was some sort of, like, 
televised Zoom thing that we could sort of set up. But at the end of it, we sort of got our ranking of where we, we hit, like in the top 10 or if you made it in the top 10 type thing. I think it'd be really exciting, one, if we did a draft nationally or even statewide. As Izzy said, I think it's something to make it more exciting. Girls can get more involved in it and do a big spectacle out of it. I think it would be a great idea. Yeah. So I love this idea and it's kind of something that I've I've played around with for a while now, just, just thinking about how it could work. And the way that I see it working is if you make the draft super interesting, like NBA style where each coach picks their team out of a bingo style ball draft of player positions. So like all the offensive line who declare for the draft go in one little ping pong bingo ball roundy thing um, and each coach selects five, right? Um, I guess using that strategy, it means that you can engage all different ability levels. So if you declare for the draft, you know, as a coach, you know that you could potentially get three out of five rookies, which means that you have to work extra hard to be a coach to make that team successful. You know, it's not based on the talent. Um, So like a national participation draft, Um, but then also, you know, Technology now is allowing us to do this sort of thing, you know, satellite, things like huddle, state-based coaches, using player mentors um, to get the most out of the squad. And then I reckon camp for four to five days, then play, live stream it, get sponsors involved, and then I guess use that as a platform for future recruitment every other year from nationals. That's just, I haven't put any thought into this at all, as you can probably tell. It's just, you know, straight off the cuff here. But I think kind of think that that's how, how it should probably go. All right, guys, let's jump straight into this GV news with the huddle. Leave no regrets out there. That is what a real champion is made of. We hit. Is that all you got? If you think it's only a man's game, well, you're sadly mistaken. Go! Football is the exact opposite. Women can be aggressive. They can be physical. That is right. Football is back almost 800 days later in Victoria. Izzy, how has this impacted the girls down there? Um, It's definitely made a lot of us very, very desperate for football again and really increased our love of the game. Um, but on the flip side, we've definitely lost some players um, due to retirement. You know, I mean, just like the, you know, the lack of playing um, has allowed people to be able to retire and sort of moved on during COVID. Um, and that's just created a really big gap. So we've definitely had some rookies come through, um, but we just missed that intermediate sort of playing level. So you've got your, you know, your senior players and then you've got your rookies. And we just sort of, we're missing a whole generation of players just from missing two years um, of football. Uh, but yeah, we're definitely excited to get back. Yeah, and please talk to us about like the state of women's football in GV over the past couple of years. I mean, you guys were one of the most strongest performing in terms of teams, in terms of women's numbers, but even before COVID, you guys were starting to trend down. Like, what did you guys identify as kind of like the marker for how and when that happened? Uh, AFLW. So AFLW killed sort of our sort of what's the word our growth essentially because 
the girls were like, oh, I can make a living out of playing AFL. I can get paid. So they all went to AFL. And then so the AFL girls originally that would come and play gridiron were like, oh, no, I don't want to get hurt in case X, Y, Z. Um, so we lost a lot through that, um, which is fine. Like, go for it. So that's what we're battling with, even at this stage as well, with rugby and AFLW are our struggles at the moment. From from a female sportswoman perspective, it's it's a great problem to have, but it definitely is a problem. I mean, we've felt, felt it up here um, in Queensland with we obviously play a lot of different codes of football here as well. Um, myself, I'm giving rugby 15s a, a crack while uh, we're in our break and, and not having a season at the moment. But, um, yeah, and also um, just those opportunities um, to to go for make money and things like that. So that's why I think um, us and the work that GA is doing um, with opportunities to represent at, at World Cup and things like that are really important, yeah. Yeah, and I guess, Nat, you'd probably have a little bit more insight too coming from coming from Victoria, like kind of when things were starting to trend downwards. I mean, did you feel something similar to that or was there like anything else that the league could have done to try and maintain that pre-COVID so that you did get through COVID? I, look, I think all of us were in a really, um, you know, uh, uneasy situation with COVID. No one knew what was going to happen. No one knew if this was going to be a three-month thing or if it was going to be a three-year, <laughs> two-year thing, right? So I think um, what I noticed was we started to see a lot of clubs dropping off um, and just completely dissolving their women's teams. And we ended up having a competition, you know, like of what was it, like four, four teams in the comp. So we were really... You know, and, and I think the girls are right. Like there's a lot of um, uh, senior players that were there, but you kind of missed that middle, you know, and then had the rookies underneath it. So people weren't able to, you know, gather teams together. So they ended up folding and then, you know, you'd have these absolute walkovers and stuff like that. And, you know, you can only do that so many times before it's demoralising for some, you know, for some new players to the game. Um, and I think people stepped away from the sport and looked to other ones and, you um, I also think the AFL on the AFLW piece as well. I think there was a lot of when the draft initial drafts were coming out for AFLW, there was a lot of girls that wanted to step forward, and I think even just their, you know, their their potential drafting was something that they didn't want to get injured playing gridiron. There was that it was a combination of it in terms of trending downwards that we saw. Yeah, right. I mean, we've seen players cross code quite successfully I mean you look at Rochelle Cranston right AFLW I think she's Bulldogs uh you know she was hurdling chicks back in the GV league uh it was hectic um and then you've had you know Renee Target obviously outback player is now playing in the NRLW I mean so it, it goes to show that our sport is one of those kind of sports that will fit in with other codes but again I mean women paying you know not getting paid to play and and then getting paid to play and that risk of injury is just so high but and I guess I mean now it's like the best time for the sport because I actually have to give a shout out to the next generation coming through from down there from the Casey Spartans young she's only 15 years old her name's Amani uh Lauma I apologize if I've pronounced that wrong and she's Lauma yeah yeah so she plays in the under 16s league and you know I just happened to tune in the other week um because I was you know just interested in the JV live stream and I saw her in action and she was the biggest kid out there on the O-line 
monstering the boys. Um, and it was great to watch. And she's just also been selected in, like, as the first female to represent in the Junior Eagles program. So, Armani, if you're listening, keep going, kid. You are the reason why we are putting in the work that we can to get our sport back to where it used to be. And we can't wait to see you at Nationals next year. You all better keep an eye on her because she is going to just... <laughs> She's going to put some put some ladies on their butts, to tell you that much. Um, Izzy, tell us about the exciting news that came out last week um, about the women's exhibition tour in May. And, you know, this is an awesome concept and one I'm super excited by. And I know Nat and I discussed like a fly-in, fly-out situation when we found out. So talk to us about how it's all going to work. Uh, so, yeah, you're definitely invited. Um, we, we are stoked that we're going to have this opportunity. So it's really just to... Uh, showcase gridiron again for women um, because there's there's very few opportunities um, for women to showcase their skills and for us to promote gridiron women in Victoria. Um, lots of people don't even know it's a sport. You still have to explain what it is. Um, and so it's a four-game round robin between two different teams um, and it's played over a month and we just train every week as a, you know, giant group and then we go off and play against each other um and then the final game is hopefully going to be played somewhere like albert park or you know some big stadium so um we have a little bit of coverage and it becomes a little bit of a big deal and so when you guys are going to be playing are you going to be playing in the areas where there's a team's already established or are you looking to go a little bit like outreach a little bit further and kind of look at more regional areas so we're inviting everyone um then not uh, we're unsure about how the teams are going to look at the moment, but um, my impression is that they're not really based on any sort of teams. It's really just trying to get as many people involved. We're really encouraging rookies and people that have never played before. Um, the purpose of the comp isn't to have a winner. It's just to play gridiron again. Um, so, yeah, anyone's invited. Um, we train once a week on a Wednesday starting this coming week. Uh, so it's off the ground, it's going, and we're super keen. That's so awesome. And I, I hope that GV organizes some live streams so we can tune in and watch. Bliss, how exciting is this for all the OGs of the game? I mean, why would they come back and get involved either as a player, coaching on the sideline or just supporting the girl? Yeah, I think it's really, uh, like, I'm very keen and I'm on the fence of retirement. So, um, like, I went to the Combine. Uh, <laughs> um, Look, and I haven't done you, any you just work to watch. since. I you were like, you're like, I'm going to go to the but I'm, I'm just, just going to watch. Um, and yeah. I just packed my shoes just in case I, I need to put them on. Yeah, yeah, ex- that's exactly what I did. I'm like, I'll just go there to support and show my support and cheer on the girls. And then I just got itchy feet. I'm like, nah, I've got to be involved. I'm still on the fence though, just because um, I had issues with epidural. You know, my daughter's nine months old, so. I'm still having issues at the moment. So me physically, I'm there, hopefully. Um, but as an OG, starting from 2014, I'm really excited and keen to get everyone and anyone down. Doesn't matter fitness levels. Doesn't matter if you know the rules or not. We just want everyone down there to participate as much as they can. You hear that, Christy? That's a that's an invite. That was right there. Nat, invite. So just booking Mojo my ticket. Party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, 
<laughs> you know what? Like I actually reached out to Coach Jenks and I said, hey, like, can I come play? Like it's an international, like interstate comp, like can, can I come play? And he's like, yeah, everyone, every, everyone comes. So what I would say is if there's players out there, you know, we've had interstate players before. Like if you are an interstate player and you just want to have, you know, four weekends of football, like reach out, you know, because I, I really believe that, you know, if you can make it work logistically, Jake's will not say no. <laughs> um, and, you know, I think it's a really good opportunity to get back into the football. And um, I'm certainly keen as, as well to head down. So. Yeah. I mean, it's time, it's time to rally. It's time to rally all those who have played before us and really get behind this initiative. I know we will be waiting and keeping an eye out so we can help support where we can at the network. So we're going to follow your season with weekly podcasts and wrap ups and breakdowns um, just so we can, you know, do what we can to promote the game for you guys down there. Um, Guys, we've got a tiny bit of time left before we roll into our final segment. Um, I just wanted to touch on what both of you would say to anyone looking to trial for Outback this year. Just given your own experiences in 2017, Izzy, have you got any words of advice or wisdom? Anyone still a little bit on the fence about this whole Outback situation? Um, I would definitely say just give it a go. Like just if you're not sure about anything, just ask anyone. Um, you can't be too rookie to try. Um I, I learned so much last time um, that I've been able to bring back and, you know, made myself a much better player. Um, even though I didn't necessarily get a lot of playing time, I got a lot of experience, which I think is so worth it. Um, so that's definitely something, you know, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to know the game very much, just get in there and give it your all um, and you'll have a great time. Yeah, Bliss, any words of advice, wisdom? Yeah, I'm the same. Um definitely a learning curve definitely a great experience that you learn um one from your coaches but also your teammates um definitely something to strive for as a goal um but yeah definitely we've had I think there was a girl that was playing that only played six games so it's not like that you have to play for seven years and then you'll be picked it's just you go out there and show your best and if you get picked great so I think everyone who wants that opportunity should should definitely take it. Yep. And uh, there you have it. Gridiron Victoria, Women's Exhibition Tour coming to a venue near you in May, culminating with the Interstate Clash in June between New South Wales. We will be there either on the sideline, potentially playing, watching live, giving you updates on what happened. So I guess uh, if anyone wants to get involved, hit up Gridiron Victoria. Izzy, this is that best way to go about it. Just hit them up on social media, by email, however you want to do that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Gridiron Victoria. So they'll take anyone. Take anyone you Or, know, or any, any players you know that are playing anywhere in Victoria, they're happy to, you know, tell you where to go to. So anyone in Victoria will have you to help you. <laughs> Well, there you go. Hit up Gridiron Victoria on social media for more information. Uh, and with that, let's roll into our final segment, which is Rapid Fire. Hey, we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Sincere apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is saying closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. All right. Rapid Fire tonight. I am I am excited because we are putting together a hypothetical all-Australian team. So 
This is players who should be on some form of list because they've made a great contribution to our sport uh, over the last 10 years um, or players that are currently headed in that trajectory. Um, this week, we're going to start off with the quarterbacks. Um, of course, you always start with the quarterbacks. Uh, so, Nat, who, who's your pick? All Australian QB1. Oh, do I have to pick just one? Because, uh, yeah, okay, look, uh, if I was to say who I'd want, a um, bit of an OG, I would like to see um, SPC but with new knees. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and I, I, you know, obviously had um, the opportunity to, you know, block for her a couple of times and just a really good quarterback, really, really reads uh, the field really well, makes good decisions under pressure um, and really uh, backs the rest of her team. And I think she's an exceptional team player. Um, and then, and obviously, um, yeah, is able to, I suppose, command an offense, which I think is um, something that not a lot of QBs can do um, uh, well. And I think, yeah, she would be my my pick, but I'd give her some new knees. Yeah, I like that. I like that pick. Uh, you know, SPC, you know, I trialed with her for Outback um, and then played against her 2018 Nationals, right? Great game. Great game against um, Victoria. Um, offensively, yeah, she's got it going on. Uh, Moran, shoot to you. Who you got? Well, firstly, if we're putting in orders for new knees, uh, I'd love some cartilage. That'd be great in all my youth. Uh, I'd like some cartilage. So just put that on the order. Um, well, uh, yeah, I mean, um, I've been really impressed by uh, some of how the uh, WA QBs have been developing, actually. So um, I think there's some 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 people there to consider. But um my my go-to would probably be um, obviously in Queensland, the people I know and obviously I've played with uh, and had the privilege of being in the backfield. Um, currently would probably be Cubis, um, Casey Cubis, who we've had on here. But I'd also think outside the box um, with another Queensland player that people might not be aware of because we haven't actually been able to capture her talent in our leagues yet. She played in our first season of full kit, but she's actually uh, played over in LFL in Chicago Bliss, and that is Jane Caldwell. Um, actually quite uh, got quite an arm um, and is mobile as well and um, has learned a lot about the game as well. Um, so I would love to uh, be in the backfield with her as well. I think she would be a, a great talent for us to capture here. Ooh, I've been working yeah. on it. Both very great choices. Jane Caldwell, I just actually watched um, the Chicago Bliss uh there was a series a little docuseries um that came out on youtube and you know she's she was a great talent that's been spending time over in america she's obviously i think she's back now isn't she? she's playing flag uh go get it jane like that and yeah Cubis. correct yep definitely she's back playing of, flag oh, nice. killing it Cubis definitely worth the uh the nomination as well and you could argue in both positions wide receiver and quarterback um izzy who you got quarterback well, I'm a little bit biased because I play quarterback. So obviously I'm going to pick me. I'm going to bet my money on me as an up and coming. I'm not there yet. Don't, don't, we're not claiming anything, but we're definitely betting on me here. I love that. I love that Good too. I'm just, whatever it is, not me. And only people from Australian Outback will uh, get that joke. <laughs> I was going to say, Wildcat, Christy, you got it. But no, uh, look, uh, selfishly, Izzy, you actually were in my top two pick. You were, you were my backup for SPC. And the reason I say that is because you are such a mobile um, 
quarterback and you absolutely have the ability to probably even just throw the ball and catch it yourself because you get downfield and you know if the if the ball needed to be recovered I'm sure you'd be absolutely first one there to try and get it as well so um yeah you were definitely in my top two. <laughs> oh you'd totally be up there in my you know top five at least Izzy I mean the games that we played like I said that game at nationals is one of my favorite games that I've ever played in my life and when I've been taken out to the back uh, back end of the goalpost by Jordan and I just put my head inside and just see you running straight up the guts. I'm like, damn it, easy. Every time. I mean, so yeah, mobile, love it, love it. Yes, yes. And, and that was that was definitely early on. So I've definitely learned a little bit, but I still got a lot, long way to go. Like, but I'm, I'm going to bet on myself. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Liz, who you got? Um, well, I was going to actually say Izzy just because um, – I remember you going up to Jenks and said, pretty much make me better. And that's what I like about footballers is that they want to learn their craft and they, you know, want to better themselves. And I admire that as, you know, a player and going to a coaching rank. I like to see that. So I put my money on Izzy, probably me as backup because, you know, I, you know, I won. I won my championship 2017. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, am I classified as a wildcat? Totally. Well, that, was against, that, was, that was actually against me, but I wasn't playing QB. Was. Oh, I played half a game you of QB, did. actually. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she out QB'd me that game, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely my pick, just because of, you know, um, I think Izzy is great as a, a leader um, on the field as well as off. Um, and then she strives to better herself. So, and that's always great to have as a leader in the in your team. Yeah, I mean, votes for Izzy over here. This is not bad. Izzy's having a good night. Um, I mean, to round mine off, I have to shout out, I guess, two really important people um, from my career. Uh, first would be uh, Jacinda Barclay, um, passed away the other year um, tragically. Uh, I miss her a lot, but she was one of the most uh, naturally gifted quarterbacks I've ever played with in my life. She threw the hardest spiral you've ever seen. Um, and to be an Australian baseball pitcher, to go over and win a championship with the LFL, come back, be a multi-sport athlete. Like she was just everything that you wanted in an athlete, everything that you wanted in a leader. And, you know, I, I'm really, really upset that she never got the chance to pull on the green and gold uh, in the sport that she loved. Um, second to that is Lauren Evans. I mean, Outback quarterback, uh, we both wear number seven. So, you know, we've been competing between ourselves for a, a good decade now. Um, when I was playing quarterback, I'm not a good quarterback, so I wouldn't even put myself on this list. Um, but Lauren is definitely up there because, you know, Outback quarterback, multiple state championships, multiple Queensland uh, Sun Bowls, can't go past that knowledge. And she's still got a pretty, pretty good gun on her. Uh, so they're they're the picks. I think there's some really good picks in there, you guys. Like fairly decent. Uh, I kind of am looking forward to the next couple of weeks where we get to go into the couple of the other positions where I'm sure Kristen Moran is going to nominate herself uh, All Australian running back, quarterback, oh, linebacker. What linebacker? Oh, oh. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> But that's it. That's all we have for tonight. Uh, thank you to Bliss and Izzy for coming on and talking all things Gridiron Victoria. Um, we're going to keep up uh, to date with what's happening over there. So I'm looking forward to staying on top of that. Uh, and to all our followers, uh, we are now releasing episodes on a Tuesday. So make sure you hit the subscribe button, check us on the socials, 
thanks to everyone who's given us a five star um, on Spotify and an Apple review. They have been amazing. If you haven't already downloaded any episodes, um, jump on that. It really helps us at the show. Uh, and we will see you guys next Tuesday. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.